All right. Welcome to day 37, quarter two of our year-long study in the New Testament. And today we're going over Luke chapter 24, which is the last chapter in Luke. And it talks about Jesus' resurrection and ascension into heaven and the coming of the Holy Spirit. I'll go ahead and read a, a uh, or, or Jesus' promise to send the Holy Spirit. I'll go ahead and read a few verses toward the end of the chapter, starting with verse 36. And just as they were telling about it, Jesus himself was suddenly standing there among them. Peace be with you, he said. But the whole group was startled and frightened, thinking they were seeing a ghost. Why are you frightened, he asked. Why are your hearts filled with doubt? Look at my hands. Look at my feet. You can see that it's really me. Touch me and make sure that I am not a ghost, because ghosts don't have bodies, as you see that I do. And he spoke. As he spoke, he showed them his hands and his feet. Still they stood there in disbelief, filled with joy and wonder. Then he asked them, do you have anything to eat, here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he ate it as they watched. Then he said, when I was with you before, I told you that everything written about me in the Law of Moses and the Prophets and in the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said, Yes, it was written long ago that the Messiah would suffer and die and rise from the dead on the third day. It was also written that this message would be proclaimed in the authority of his name to all the nations, beginning in Jerusalem. There is forgiveness of sins for all who repent. You are witnesses of all these things, and now I will send the Holy Spirit, just as my Father promised. But stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with the power from heaven. Then Jesus led them to Bethany, and lifting his hands to heaven, he blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken, taken up to heaven. So they worshipped him and then returned to Jerusalem, filled with great joy. And they spent all of their time in the temple praising God. So that's the end of Luke, and um, obviously that would have been an unbelievable time with Jesus, you know, probably even more unbelievable than all the miracles he had performed, um, which, you know, had to have blown the mind of the disciples. They were having a hard time believing what they were seeing, and, and Jesus encouraged them to not be afraid encouraged them to believe, instructed them to spread the message that there is forgiveness for all those who repent. And he promised that the Holy Spirit would come to them. So let's talk about that a little bit today. The Holy Spirit. Have you ever felt the presence of the Holy Spirit? I just want to share kind of my own experience and I'm I'm not really much of a touchy-feely type of guy. I'm probably more on the logical side of things. I remember a uh, good friend of mine, his dad, talking about feelings many year, years ago, and he was a pastor at a local church in Oklahoma City, and, and his sermon talked a little bit about feelings, and I was in college at that time, and, and I remember having a lot of feelings at that time, feelings about 
the relationships I had with my family members, feelings about the girl I was interested in, but I, I had this more logical side of my brain that really tended to downplay the importance of feelings. And the pastor I was listening to made the statement that feelings are important. And it was, you know, kind of part of his overall message that day about what was important in life and relationships and how we spend our time and how we treat other people and how we follow God. And the phrase feelings are important really stuck with me for a while as I chewed on that a little bit and thought about what that means. I think I was wondering about where feelings really fit in on the importance scale. And I, I mention all this today because it's something we talk about sometimes with the Holy Spirit, feeling the presence of the Holy Spirit. What does that feel like? And for me, I, I think it's probably been a feeling of peace, uh, a feeling that things are going to be okay, a feeling that God's love is, is with me and in me, and that nothing can defeat it, nothing is more important, nothing is stronger than his power, his love, his guidance. And when God sent that spirit to us, it it remains with us. It remained with Jesus' disciples, even though Jesus was no longer physically present with them after he ascended into heaven. Uh, it, it came to them and remained with them. So the, whole, the Holy Spirit is kind of mysterious, I think. I, I, I do think we can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit, and I'm sure it can come in a lot of ways, uh, a quiet whisper or even a, a powerful display like the disciples eventually saw and felt when the Spirit came to them. It was so powerful and meaningful to them that many of them sold their possessions and committed their lives to spreading the word. You can read more about that in Acts, chapter of Acts, uh, the book of Acts. And maybe that's a good question for us to think about today. The question of, do you feel the presence of the Holy Spirit in some way or another in your life? So hopefully that's good stuff to, to ponder a little bit, and I'll go ahead and go into prayer for us. Lord, thank you for sending your Holy Spirit. Thank you for uh, the guidance and uh, the peace that your spirit gives to us help us help our ears to be open to hearing what the spirit is nudging us to do what the spirit is guiding us to do and help us to tap into the the power that the holy spirit has more powerful than anything else on earth is is your spirit and your love and and you are available to us. We know you are. Help us to be aware of that and to tap into that and to seek that. 
It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.